Welcome to Carrying Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Caring Connected Conversations. This is Angie chatting at you, and I'm so excited to be here because it's episode 106. Bottom line. <laughs> We've been doing this for the 106th time, and I just get, keep getting more excited. And yeah, just more excited every single week because there's always something that we can chat about, always something that we can expand on. There's always something that we can learn from, grow from, and just take into our life, into what we're currently going through and apply it and just see where we're at next week. So without further ado, I'm going to intro Sid because today is all about us checking in with each other and then of course to see where this conversation leads. So Sid, how are you doing today, my friend? Hello, hello. I am. I'm doing really well. Um, yeah, I'm just. I'm just in a good place in life right now. So every day is a good day. And like you said, uh, having these episodes is just a great chance for us to connect with each other, to learn, to grow, and, and really to just and check in with ourselves uh, as we check in with each other. Right, creating mm-hmm. those intentional moments to build self-awareness. So I'm excited to be here. Yay. Good, good, good. So I'd love to go ahead and jump right in because I want to do a little bit of an update um, because we've been kind of checking in this, this past year lately, and I'd like to continue on with the streak because I know our first episode officially that was launched on the podcast, as well as on YouTube, we started to kind of create some intentionality behind how we're stepping into 2022 and this intentionality whether it was from a word an emotion we're trying to strive for or maybe a specific thing I know for me it was all about taking action that was my my go-to thing and then for you said it was to remove that pressure so I'd love to know how that's going for you how have you been removing pressure in your life since episode 101 yeah I have definitely been removing pressure. And it's interesting that you bring this up because it's something that I have actually been really intentional with throughout my life for the past month. Today's February 2nd. So for the past month, really, you know, any sort of aspect of my life, whether that be career or uh, like my love life or uh, my family life, anything, my adventure life, anything, I'm always kind of checking in with myself. And I'm like asking myself, like, do I feel that sense of pressure? Like, am I coming from a sense of pressure right now? Because I 
like I've said, I don't want to live from a forced space. Like I have to do this or I should do this or hurry up quick, get this done because there's such a stressful energy that connects with pressure and forcefulness. And so there's a bunch of different things in my life. Like I said, that I'm kind of seeing this energy play out and I'm checking in with myself, but, but more recently, um, is with my car. So, you know, and that I'm, I'm finishing up my lease on my car. So I'm having to get a new car. And in the past for me, anything around my vehicle has felt really pressured. And I think it's because I've actually carried, like, I've carried some of my own wounds that are uh, connected to the idea of a vehicle or let, okay, so I'm just going to get into it so you can kind of get a basis of what I'm trying to say. My dad, his entire career was in the car industry and I have a great relationship with my dad. I'm so grateful for the childhood that I had and, and how I grew up. But as we know, our parents pass things down onto us, uh, whether it's in our immediate relationship, like how we interact with that person, or maybe how that person interacted with their parents or, you know, what they were taught. And then also, I believe in past lives. So, you know, I believe that, you know, certain relationships that you have in this lifetime, there's a chance that you could have had a past life with that same soul, and you can be carrying energy or blocks or trauma from a past life that is affecting your current relationship. So when it comes to my dad, I January was a month where I really got to see a little bit more clearly some of the trauma or the generational blocks or resistance or beliefs that was connected to my relationship with not only him, but with men in general, especially men that I think are in power. I've always had a sense of fear, you know, when it comes to like having a phone call with like somebody that I think is in power over me. For instance, if I had to call like Rogers, which is who my phone is through, there would be a lot of fear that would come up for that with me. If I have to go into the car dealership to deal with someone, there would be a lot of fear that would come up in that for me. Um, and just this sense of, like, I don't have the knowledge to back me up. And so I feel smaller. And then there's this person that's extremely knowledgeable. Like, what if they're going to take advantage of me? What if I can't say what I need? So when it came to my car, there was a lot that I had to move through and I could feel that pressure. And rather than pushing through that pressure and forcing myself to keep moving, I used it as an opportunity to slow down and check in with myself and say, you know, where's this sense of pressure coming from? Like, am mm -hmm. I carrying an energy or an emotion or a belief that is building this pressure within me? So it's, it's allowed me to really do some, some more healing work. And I've come out the other side and I've taken steps where I've made phone calls and I've taken steps, uh, with people in power, like they're not in power, but what I used to believe they were more powerful than I am. Um, and I, and I don't have that fear or with my dad anymore around like, you know, 
what if I say the wrong thing? What if I make a mistake? That was a huge fear. Um, I can't ask for help. Like I can't show that sign of weakness. That was a fear that was kind of impacting our relationship subconsciously. Um, and then there was a third one. So can't ask for help. Uh, don't want to make a mistake. And the fear of sharing my opinion or like standing my ground if I believe differently or if I need something. So those three kind of beliefs came up through this sense of pressure. And I've really been able to kind of work through them. And I'm really excited because you know, my, my dad might not have felt this energy. It was all just me. And it, and it didn't, it, we didn't have a terrible relationship. It's just, I felt this internal energy of fear and doubt and worry and pressure that was, uh, energetically connected, connecting us in our relationship. So with that sense of leaving pressure and being able to look at all aspects of my life and like what, when I feel that pressure, I'm not just saying, no, I'm going to come back to purpose and I'm going to lead from a way that feels good. I'm actually saying, okay, why, why am I feeling pressured? Where is this pressure coming from? Is it surface level? And I can just release it and move forward feeling purposeful in my action. Or is there something deeper that I need to do a little bit of more work through? Mm-hmm. That's so so nicely put because it it really shows and it proves that you've been actively trying to remove that pressure from performing and it's all around that, that those those fears and those beliefs that you had carried i think that's that's wonderful i think it's great that you've been able to not only recognize them when they pop up in the moment so for those of you that are understanding another term triggers right going, getting a new car. That's a trigger for you because of those previous pain points that you've had to experience. And it's so nice now that you've been able to, in a sense, like sit down, really figure out what those pain points are and how they've been able to trigger you to know, okay, well, this is what I need to do. This is how, what I need to think differently in order for me to get a different outcome. And on that same note said, would you agree or disagree that you're getting a different outcome from how you've treated, um, your lease in the past. Oh, I, yeah, definitely. It's crazy too, because I'm not at a place where like, I have a new vehicle yet and all of that is lined up, but I'm manifesting a, as I keep saying new to me vehicle, because it will be a pre-owned vehicle. It's not going to be a brand new vehicle. Um, but because of this healing work that I've been moving through around pressure, when it comes to manifesting, I'm not sitting here going, oh my God, like, is it going to happen? What step am I going to have to take? Hopefully it comes. Hopefully I'm here. I'm sitting here going, oh, I already know it's taken care of. I already know that the exact right vehicle for me is going to pop up at the exact right time. And I'm going to be ready to take action on it when it does. And I'm not trying to, because I've removed pressure in my mind, in my heart, and like the energy that I'm carrying around this vehicle idea or concept, when I'm thinking about that next vehicle that I'm going to have, I'm not feeling pressured in trying to call the manifestation in. I'm not feeling pressured in trying to figure out, well, what happens if this step takes place or what am I going to do? What if this, like, I'm not trying to control the situation. I'm very much carrying peace and I just, I know it's going to work out. And so 
that is where I've gotten myself to because I moved through that idea of pressure and I Mm -hmm. was aware of it and I acknowledged it and I accepted it and I went deeper and I healed it. And now getting a new vehicle, I'm just, I'm excited because I'm like, oh, it's going to, it's going to work out perfectly. And it's going to be, it's going to work out even better than I could imagine and even better than I could ever plan. So I'm just letting the universe plan everything for me. And I've already got a few contacts like here, earth side, like salesmen in, in the car industry, I've already got a few contacts and I'm like, Oh, they're, they're the ones that are looking for me because I'm in a place where like, I have something that they want. Like Mm my, my, the current vehicle that I own is a lot of dealerships want it. They want to be able to get it off my hands so they can then sell it and make a lot of money from it. So I'm in a really good place right now because I handled my pressure. Yes. So good. And it's like, this literally proves that as soon as you can remove that one thing that's blocking you, it's so much easier to then receive whatever abundance you're desiring, right? Like talking about manifestations. Yes. You're manifesting the right car, but you're also in a place where, you know, and you fully believe that no matter what the right car is going to come to you. So I think that that's such a great place for you to be and said, I'm so proud of you. Yay. One strong, removing that pressure, like no other. <laughs> yes. And like, that's, that was the point, right? I wanted to mm-hmm. leave pressure to find purpose. And now, you know, with, with a vehicle and, and this manifestation, everything, it's not, it's not the purpose to me for that. It's not the purpose to like have a vehicle to then do the things, the purpose in this situation. And the reason why I'm leaving the pressure is because I want to live a peaceful and enjoyable life where everything just flows to me. Like I get Mm -hmm. to just do the things that make me feel good and make me enjoy life and everything that I need or desire or want, it's just flowing to me because the energy that I'm living in. And so that feels amazing. Yay. I'm so happy to hear that snapping yes celebrating you <laughs> <laughs> I love it so you give me an update Ange um because you started it off asking me you know beginning of the year I want to check in with you you said the beginning of the year to take action was something that you really wanted to focus on so how is that showing up for you and and how are you kind of supporting and guiding yourself through that yes of course so Funny enough, I felt like I've been slacking. I'll be honest. I felt like I've been slacking, even though I started off in a great year. The the 5th of January was when I really took like full throttle action in one department of my life. And I'm so proud of myself for doing it because it took me over an entire year to build up the courage to do this thing. So I'm definitely very proud of myself for that, for not letting my procrastination come into play. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put it off. Maybe, maybe I'll just wait until. And this is what I'm wanting to bring up because I've been catching myself do these things, bring up these, well, I'll wait until moments quite often in January. So, um, but before I get into that, just generally how we've been taking action is, well, I'll be honest, I think was it like a week ago? Yeah, I think it was a week ago, right after. Yes, it was a week ago, right after we had our podcast recording from the previous episode 105. 
So as you guys are watching this, it's now a week later since that convo, but Sid and I stayed on the phone for like hours. <laughs> we stayed on, on Zoom, um, just chatting about life, the things that are really going on inside of my life. And, you know, some of them I'm happy to share on the podcast, but of course, we're all human. We all like to keep some part of our lives private. And that's one of the, the moments that I'm trying to keep private. So um, we've been able to really chat about that private part of my life. And it really helped myself open up into a completely different perspective. And the perspective was waiting until, right? Because there's this, this common, this commonality, this common energy even where, okay, well, I'll wait until Monday for me to get to that gym, or I'll wait until Monday or Tuesday. I'll wait until after the weekend to start my diet, right? Like you give yourself an ultimatum. It's almost like you're giving yourself a reason slash excuse to still have the bad behavior, knowing that you have the bad behavior, to then give yourself some sort of magical, I'm going to call it magical, magical timeline to say, yep, okay, now is the day. Because that was the day I waited until then. But what happens is we get in that energy and it, we keep bringing that energy on forward into our life. So after our chat, it really made me look at my life into a completely different perspective and realize, okay, time the man the F up here, Ange. Tired of trying multiple fad diets and various workout programs, yet still feel like there is nothing working? Lacking the consistency and confidence in your own knowledge of what to do in and out of the gym is why those last 10 pounds feel impossible to lose. You need the accountability to remind yourself this is a lifestyle you're creating, not an end result. Why? Because your happy, healthy life is the result. I'm here to show you how to feel good about your body every single day, and the Fit and Free membership does just that. It's for the woman who needs accountability and a structured program or routine. For only $40 a month, you'll get eight live recorded workouts with a personal trainer, one mindset coaching call, and over 50 plus different workouts to do on your own every single month. Get started by joining the Fit and Free membership today. Because from the 5th of January up until just last week, so it was about two, three-ish weeks that went by. I felt like I was in this very lull state. Like I didn't really do anything to take action. I didn't really do anything to take initiative. I was kind of just coasting through the month. And maybe that's because it was busy in my life. Who knows whatever that reason is, but I've made the recognition to it and I'm owning to it. And now I'm in a place where everything that I'm doing and participating in, it's coming from a place of, okay, I'm going to do this and I want to create a different outcome. I'm wanting to actually get what I desire and I'm going to do the right things that I need to do in order for me to get that and talking about taking action so let me just rewind for a sec so before we had this chat I'm kind of all over the place today but I promise it'll make sense so before we had this chat I have these post-it notes kind of like everywhere they're little reminders you know like um focus on me, not him. Are you focusing on how others perceive you? Yes or no. So they're questions or they're reminders. They're just, they're little post-it notes for me to, what I thought was keeping myself on track. Sid, so cut and dry, just said, Ange, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think those posts are working for you. That was a harsh reality I needed to hear because they weren't. Because obviously something was limiting me from taking action. No, it wasn't the physical post-it note itself, but it's the energy behind it. The energy has been stagnant for so long. It's been sitting there reminding me over and over and over again, hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do this. Did you do this? Did you do that? Do this, do that. It's talking about removing pressure. I'm talking about giving myself action, but why? Why do I need to give myself action? Well, as soon as I removed all those post-it notes, guess what started happening? Hmm. 
creativity started flowing. I started to jot down a whole bunch of notes, not only from that convo, but after our conversation. And I started to make different post-it notes, but they're all actionable things. Very different from before. More it, I, Before I was more focused on the feminine aspect, getting into my feminine energy, being in the energy of being. I realized that I was in that energy for the past year and that's not a bad thing, but it was the place that I needed to be in because of what I was dealing through. I went through a nine year breakup. I needed to give myself as much space and love and compassion and understanding for me to move through it with as much grace as possible. Now I'm in a place where I did move through it as best as I could. I still am moving through it. However, I'm ready to move. I'm ready to take action. I'm ready to literally cross these things off. And when I look at them, I look at them from a place of inspiration. I don't look at these post-it notes from a place of, oh yeah, okay, okay, I, I should do that. Oh yeah, I should be thinking it this way. It's more from a place of, I wanna get this shit done. So yeah, that's like a huge <laughs> update in terms of what's going on over here. I love it because, you know, you, you started off at the beginning saying like, you feel like you've been slacking, uh, when it comes to taking action and, and maybe that has shown up and, and you acknowledged it. Right. But we're only a month into the year. So rather than seeing it from, I've been slacking is you really, you've just become more aware of how you fall away from that idea of taking action. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and now you've learned, Oh, shifting the energy. Cause it's been sitting stagnant in my environment. So no wonder I'm not feeling inspired to move forward. Right. Like it sounds like you've really kind of connected a lot of dots that is only helping you move forward and taking action in a way that feels good, not in a way that feels pressured. Because before the reason why you were saying, well, I'm going to wait until is because you felt pressured and you wanted to do it on your terms, right? It's something I think, and I think that's a theme that has played out in your life um, since you were young is feeling pressured to act on something because somebody else is telling you to, um, but you want to be able to do it on your terms. Mm -hmm. So getting rid of those post-it notes was like, oh yeah, like I can refresh the energy and refresh the way that I speak to myself so I can take action on my terms in a way that feels good to me. So I love that you're shifting from the feminine energy into the masculine energy, but in a way that honors you and honors your needs. 100%. And I actually want to touch on a point you just, you just made there at the end. It's like shifting from masculine to feminine, um, sorry, feminine to masculine, feminine to masculine. I can't talk today. <laughs> Story of my life. Um, so one of the things is I had a little post-it note and I actually had like a to-do list of things I needed to do. And they were all, it was like a brain dump. I'm like, oh my God, I got to do this. Oh my God, I got to do this. And it was just things that just kept listing off. And I would, I, I'm looking right down at the list. That's no longer there because I finished it. Yay me. But it was a bunch of things that I needed to do. And I held myself accountable because I messaged Sid right away. As soon as I crossed off one thing, and it was the last thing of like things I knew were super easy to cross off the list. Like, you know, that fulfilling feeling when you're like, mm, yeah, I did that feels good. And I don't have to do it anymore. And you feel super great after you've done it. But sometimes for a big to do item, it can be stressful. It could, there could be a weird energy behind it. And sure enough, 
every single item that I clicked off or I checked off on my to-do list, they were all things outside of me. Nothing, they, ne had, they had nothing to do with me. There's a lot of things that I had to do in my personal life in order for me to get myself on track. So actions I needed to take. However, I chose the easy route. I decided to choose what was easy. Like I had to schedule something in. I had to make a phone call. I had to go to this website. Easy, no problem. But hey, did you do this for you yet? Did you do that for you? The things that were on my to-do list and I looked and those were the only, only items left. So I held myself accountable and I realized, okay, yes, I'm in this energy of masculinity. However, there needs to be a fine balance between the two because the energy or the items from my to-do list that were for me, they're from a feminine standpoint. They're from me being in my energy of being. But if I'm focused more on the doing, what's going to end up happening is I come last. So my feminine side is now being put back on the back burner. It's not a bad thing, but it's something I'm being mindful of because old Angie would just keep doing that. And the next thing you know, we're six months into the year and I still haven't even had a me day yet. <laughs> so it's something that I'm really recognizing is that the items that I was crossing off my to-do list, now when I create a to-do list, I'm gonna make sure that I do one thing for me first before I do anything else. And especially if it directly affects my energy because I wanna make sure I'm showing up as the best version of myself. And if that means I can cross one thing off to give myself more energy so I can do the other things, well, like, hello, win, win, win. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so important to note because we have to have both energies and we have to find a balance that feels good to us. Like you said, last year you were really in your feminine energy, which is what you needed because you needed to learn how to take care of yourself in that way. Right. And so now that you know how to do that and you know what feels good and you know how to sit in that feminine energy, you're you're kind of bringing in this idea of how can I focus on the masculine energy, but again, in a way that feels good to me rather than feeling pressured to do all these things because I have to, or I should, it's no, I'm taking action because I want to, and I'm ready to, and most importantly, I'm in an energy that feels good to go take action, but finding that balance is, is the most important part, you know, taking care of yourself, being in that feminine energy, and then also having the masculine energy of taking action and moving forward. So I, 100%. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing that you have your list and you fig you're figuring out ways that feels good to you. You're becoming more aware of ways that maybe you fall off track, which like we're human, we all fall off track. Right. Um, so it, it sounds like you're really building a solid foundation for yourself to move forward. So throughout the rest of the year, uh, you're going to know how to take action in a way that feels good to you. Of course. Thank you for acknowledging that. That means a lot because sometimes I forget that I'm on the right track. Sometimes I forget I'm doing all the right things. And um, before we kind of close off our conversation today, I just wanted to bring another perspective too for some of our listeners and some of our viewers that might not have ever heard this term of masculine and feminine energy. I don't want to go too into it because we've had previous podcasts on this in the past. So if you guys are looking for that, it's on any podcast player, not on YouTube. So you will need to listen to it, not um, watch it, unfortunately. But it's this idea of yin and yang, right? There's a, there's a, a constant energy flow, this give and take. 
give and take. It's the same thing with masculine energy, uh, sorry, masculine and feminine energy. Every single person in this world encompasses both sides of them. It's just a matter of which one is outweighing the other, or if we have found that right balance. So if you've heard the terminology yin and yang, or if give and take resonates with you a little bit more than masculine and feminine, remember terms are just terms, but it's whatever you take from what we share to you that will either help you gain clarity, that will either give you the guidance that you need in your life. But they're, these are why we're talking about the things that we're, we're talking about, because they affect us all in some sort of capacity. So I just wanted to bring those different terminologies into life again, before we hop to that card reading. Yeah, definitely. I think it, I think we could do an entire episode on uh, the idea of masculine and feminine energy um, and it being either distorted or divine. So I love that you brought that in topic ideas. I love it. Yeah. That's actually (laughs) one of our, one of our sisterhood, uh, ladies, um, Ashante, she's doing uh, a course, a group program on distorted masculine energy versus divine masculine energy. So I think it's really important to, yeah, I think it's really important to understand those energies. And I'm glad that you pointed that out. So if nobody's, if somebody listening or watching has never heard them before, we're not saying man versus woman. Every Mm -hmm. single person on earth has access to both the masculine and the feminine energies. And it's not gender-based, it's just energy-based. So, And that's uh, why I brought in the the yin-yang, because sometimes people understand that a little bit more so. Yeah, and then you said give and take. And something that I, I think a couple of years ago I started for myself is I personally changed uh, give and take into something that resonated more with me, which is serve Ooh. and receive. I love that. <clears throat> serve and receive. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. Sid, so I'm let's... feeling it from this point forward. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> I love it because it, but like give and take is like, I feel like I have to give you something. And then totally. it's like, oh, I, and then take feels very like possessive. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so serve and receive. It's like, well, how can I show Love up it. for you? And then how can I allow myself to show up and receive from others or from the universe or, or however, right? You're on your spiritual journey, desiring to create a deeper connection with your inner spirit and your soul path but you feel lost in how to create more joy and calmness through life's challenges. In the meditation membership, you will feel seen for who you are and understood in a way that feels empowering and uplifting alongside a community of like-minded beings. For only $33 per month, you will get two live calls filled with spiritual lessons, open-minded conversation, and powerful guided meditations. Join the meditation membership for more connection and support as you grow into the best version of you. So let's jump into a card reading and just gain a little bit more guidance on maybe what we need to know. I think that this has been a beautiful check-in for us this week. So hopefully the listeners and the viewers can just gain a little bit from what we're learning and what we're moving through. And also just remind you to check in with yourself. You know, how are you showing up in your life? What's working? What's not working? Uh, Make sure you're building that intentional um, space to to strengthen your own self-awareness. So what are we needing to know? There we go. We've got two cards that have popped out. The verse, the verse, The very first one (laughs) is 
True healing occurs when I give myself permission to feel whatever feelings live below the triggers. Hello, is that not exactly what I was talking about when I was sharing my experience? So I'm going to read it again. True healing occurs when I give myself permission to feel whatever feelings live below the triggers. They're not your triggers. You simply have been triggered because of your experience. And what is being triggered is a wound that you carry. And that wound can be something that you experienced from your childhood. It could be a wound that your parents maybe instilled on you through their beliefs. It can be a wound that you're carrying from a past life, right? But the point is, is that when we feel that surface level trigger, it's not necessarily because the moment that specific experience is a problem. Maybe it is. I'm not saying that bad experiences aren't actually bad. What I am saying is as adults, we need to be willing to look below the trigger, to feel the wound and the hurt and the emotions and the pain that live below the trigger. Because that's when we actually heal ourselves. So we move forward. So that same experience in the future actually doesn't trigger us in the same way that it has in the past. So remember that if you're on your healing journey, it's not just about learning what triggers you and trying to avoid those moments. It's about going deeper. It's about uncovering why am I feeling triggered? Where is this coming from? What am I holding on to that maybe is causing me to carry resistance? So This card is definitely reminding us to go deep. We need to be willing to go deep. Don't just slap something on top and move forward. Toxic positivity can be really harmful. So we have to allow ourselves to feel our emotions and move through our pain and make sure you're doing so in a safe space. If you have someone to kind of guide you through that process or just support you, that's really, really important. So the second question, not, sorry, not question. (laughs) The second card, you and I are both like not making sense today. I love it. My energy is all over you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The more energy and intention I bring into my faith, the more fearless and free I am. Beautiful message there. Just reminding you that there's more to life than what you physically see. And, you know, being the spiritual mentor, something that I've worked on and something that I did like in my own healing and what I work on with my clients is when you're triggered, when you're doing this healing work, when you're choosing to learn and grow through life, you can feel very alone and you can feel very secluded in this space, especially because you're the only one experiencing your emotions. So when you open yourself up to connect to something that is larger than you, that is larger than this life, that is bigger than the physical world that you live in, you open yourself up to receiving support, guidance, love, Mm -hmm. comfort, in ways beyond you, something you could ever imagine. So it's the reminder that there's more than what you physically see. And when you start opening yourself up to your faith in something bigger, 
call it God, creator, you know, maybe you have angels, maybe loved ones who have passed on, you want to connect with them. Maybe you connect with mother earth and the energy that she carries, right? The idea is the more energy and intention that you bring into that faith, that you bring into this connection to the universe, to something larger than you, the more fearless you become because you feel more powerful than your fear does, right? Faith can lead you more than fear kind of holds you back. And in that space, you feel free. You feel free to live in a way that feels good. You feel free from your worries and your doubts because you know there's something more. I'm not saying that the fear, the worries, and the doubts go away. I'm saying when you build awareness and you recognize them, you can guide yourself back to your faith. You can support yourself. You can remind yourself you are safe and you can move forward in a way that feels good rather than feeling pressured because of your fear. So the more energy and intention I bring into my faith, the more fearless and free I am. I love that. And I love the order that they were chosen today because that first card, it really proves that we need to step into this understanding of our own feelings, right? As soon as we can start recognizing what those feelings are, it's easier for us to realize where those triggers lie and figure out how we can avoid those triggers or not necessarily avoid, but intentionally plan to not have them pop up into our life. And then that is what's going to help us create more intentionality moving forward, which is that beautiful second card you pulled. So thank you for sharing that, Sid. So beautiful. They definitely both resonated today for me. Yes, you're so, so welcome. We hope that you listeners and viewers also uh, connected with these messages and are able to bring that intentionality and that deep healing work into your life as you move forward. Thank you so much as always for being here and choosing to press play, whether you're listening or you are watching, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel or rate to leave a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we also would love to hear from you guys. So don't forget, leave a comment or send us an email. All of the links are in the description of the podcast and the video for this episode. I think that's all that we have for you guys right now, um, but we so look forward to chatting with you again next week. But until then, we are sending you so much love, strength, courage, and bravery to keep moving forward, to keep choosing yourself, and to keep having that, that motivation to create a life that feels good to you. So sending you on your way, and we will chat with you guys soon. Bye. Hi, everyone.